Hello, everyone, and welcome to Impossible to Say. My name is Kat Wellington. And my name is Emily Proctor. I'm hoping that my voice sounds a little bit less nasally this week. Last week I was editing and I was like, I sound like so horrible. There, there's something in the water. I like we've been talking about it for multiple weeks now. I know but we should we shut just up had, probably. Just had another COVID scare in the friend group. It's it's never ending. Yeah, I feel like I've been sick for like weeks straight. So it's just my new <laughs> it's my new normal. You have been sick. I can't really shake it. Every time I feel like I'm fine, I'm not. Anyway, I don't want to talk about sickness, but how are you, Emily? I'm good. I'm feeling good. The sun was shining today. Can't Mm. really complain. Uh, Had a holiday weekend in some ways. I still had to go to the office, but like, you know, when you go to the office and it's like a, you you know, of course, when you go to the office. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like... You you don't actually work, so it's kind of like a fake office day. Those are like mm-hmm. the best days, you know. So it's been yeah, good. That's, it's been a good. That's kind of how you talk about Fridays too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Happy President's Day. Not as day. much, but right. I just wanted to say Happy President's Day to everyone who observes. Of course, so, to all yeah. the presidents out there mm-hmm. listening. How's your, how's your week going? Um, it's good. I had family in town. Uh, it's not been sunny here at all, so that's been horrible. But my dad my stepmom and my two little siblings my half siblings you guys know um they were here they got here friday and then they left this morning and then tonight my brothers get here and then tomorrow my mom gets here so i'm like in full hosting mode um but it was great honestly we had a lot of fun we did it's good with kids because it's like well the interesting thing is i was talking to my mom and i'm like I don't even really know what to do because when you guys were here, I felt like I could think of a million things to do because all we did was drink. And then like with little kids, that's not the case. And then my brothers don't drink. So and like they'll go out and do whatever. But I'm like, it is a totally different ball game because we can't just like go out, you know? Yeah. So what did you end up doing with the kids then? Well, they stayed in Manhattan Beach, which is a really nice area. And there's a lot to do. Very pretty. And there's like... You know, a lot of good restaurants and stuff. We went on a really long bike ride all down that coast, which is super pretty. And I haven't even really, like, been over in that area. So that was really nice for me, too. Definitely was very winded on the way back on the bike ride. But (laughs) it was good. And, I mean, I took them to, like, Santa Monica Pier. They went on the rides. They liked that. Um, Classic. Yeah, of course. And then Disneyland yesterday, which was fun but it did rain like we didn't get one glimmer of sunlight it rained the entire day which honestly it wasn't like a horrible pouring pouring rain it was kind of bearable but Mm -hmm. my feet were soaking wet and so my socks I was just sitting in like wet shoes the whole entire day and my feet were just completely pruned up I definitely could have planned better for that but it's like what do you do I don't have rain boots I don't have like what do you do um yeah no i'm trying to think like what and it's too cold for like flip-flops which is what i would do if it was the summer or something right sandals Um, yes of course yeah sandals so that was the only and like my sweatshirt was wet so that was freezing as well and we were in our ponchos all day uh but the rides were good we went to advent what is it called adventureland or what you guys know the other side of disneyland is like adventure I'm not Park. well well versed in Disneyland like at all. Like I, yeah. I know nothing about it. It's a little bit smaller. Th- I mean, it's a lot smaller than Disney World because it's just one park. But then they have mm-hmm. like a separate park, which is kind of 
like older, more mature rides, which is called something adventure of the yeah. something like that. And we went there second. So I kind of lost my lust for life in that part. Um, <laughs> and I was kind of, I was pretty negative. I'm not going to lie. So I retract, I feel horrible about that, but I was just like really ready to go. Like I, I can't do it. Like my back hurts, my knees hurt. You know, I have hyperextended bowed legs. Like yeah. I have horrible knees. I hear you. I just feel like those days where you were at a theme park, like with your entire family, like the last few hours, so much tension. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like this was like surprisingly fine. I was really negative for a bit. The kids were pretty good because they, I mean, even on like Santa Monica Pier, like they got hungry and the walk back was long. And like that was like, I was feeling a little mm-hmm. anxious. Um, mm-hmm. But they were, they were pretty good the entire day because they'll like, they're still at the age where they can have a meltdown for a long walk. You know, I, I would yeah. do it too if I was their age. Yeah. But I was God, the yeah. one like having, I told my dad, I'm, I was like, I might have like a full like crying breakdown <laughs> and I just need, like, I'm not above it. And I just need you to like be okay with that because I was getting to a point where I was just feeling like I, I could rip all my hair out. You know, I'm having like flashbacks when I had to go to Disney with my family in March of last year. And we just did, we had like no chill time. Like it, Five mm-hmm. days in a row, five parks. It was horrible. It was not horrible. It was fun. But you guys know. <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm not even trying to complain because it was yeah. a really fun day. It just, it's so anxiety inducing as well. So it's, it's tough. And we did have like the, the fast pass thing. So we were booking and like, so we weren't waiting in crazy lines, which I think waiting in lines makes it far less enjoyable. I mean, we still have to wait a little bit because now everybody has the fast pass. So it's like you wait in the fast pass line. It's just not nearly as bad. Yeah. Um. So that was good. And then I got back last night and I was so exhausted that I just I came home and around like eight and went to bed. So they left this morning and I, I said bye to them last night. Um. And yeah, so then I've just been catching up on work all day today and my brothers get here tonight and then my mom gets here the next day i think i said that but i'm excited but it's just a lot yeah a lot of hosting one half of the family right into the other so much Mm -hmm. family time so much family time but honestly like they were exhausted friday night so i went out still so it's like i still got to because my friend was visiting and was home from like texas so i got to see her i still got to like see friends too so it was a good good balance um you just know i love to be alone so i'm like Okay, let me. Yeah. Well, this was they stayed in a different place, which was like at least I was sleeping alone, you know. Best but case, now, yeah. now my whole apartment is gonna be. But it'll be, it'll be fun. I'm excited it'll, for my brothers to stay. Here. It'll be just fine. How long are they staying for? Five days. Oh, nice. And we're going to Universal. Oh, perfect. I'm actually so excited to see. Not to make like your family life about your job, but have you guys pump out some TikTok videos? I can't wait. Oh my god! I already told them like I can't wait to view view farm them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's the word I was looking for. I don't even know if that content like will, will hit the way that it used to. But I, every video I used to post with my brothers was like automatic, like a million views. It, I guess it kind of still does, depending on. They're just so funny. I think it definitely still does. Yeah, I can't believe like your mom really like popped out like three funny ass kids. Like it's actually crazy. We just all. It's not even like I'm not saying we're insanely funny we just all have the exact same sense of humor so yeah and when all together, three of you just like yeah non-stop exactly <laughs> i guess that's kind of how every family is though um 
I not every family, but I'm thinking of like, I feel like Kyle and his brother have the exact same sense of humor. I feel like yeah, you and your brother true. are kind of similar too. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. We're definitely not like cracking jokes and like putting on full on performances like your brothers do. Like right. you guys, we have to. <laughs> you guys <laughs> after a room. We have to do a stand up routine at, yeah. at every event we're at, of course. It's part of it. Mm-hmm. Um what else is going on? Like, oh I'm watching Love is Blind. Are you watching Love is Blind? You're gonna be so proud of me. I watched all six episodes that are out. Wow. I'm caught up. It definitely helps when you are hungover with all your girlfriends and you're an hour away from your house and you physically can't get up from the couch and then you take an edible. So then you're really stuck to the couch. Oh, yeah. So. I was wanting to talk about your edible experience. When's the last <laughs> time you took an edible? I don't know. Probably like a year or two ago. No, yeah. I don't know. Um, and when I say like take an edible, like um, it's like microdosing what I did basically. Yeah, that's the Obviously. last time I did. I I took like a Squidward bite out of the burger of my edible, <laughs> and then I was like, I didn't. I was like, it's so weird. I don't feel anything. Yeah, I mean, for like people who smoke all the time, for context, like our friend had ten milligram gummies, and I full on like cut it into quarters and took two and a half because I, I have no understanding of what that means, but. Well, neither do I, but now I know. And I like, it's so funny because it's like such a minuscule amount compared to what our friends intake. And of course, <laughs> I was still feeling it, obviously, but it was like dream situation. I had the best bagel of my life. We watched all six episodes or I guess five episodes. I had to come home and finish it. Does um, that mean you guys were all high when I was on FaceTime with you? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not offended by that. I'm just saying I didn't even notice. Well, I yeah. obviously know... I know which girls are high all the <laughs> yeah, time, but I didn't know right. you were. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, it, it made everything so much more enjoyable, though. Okay, love is blind thoughts. I feel like our thoughts are just the exact same as everyone else's, so it's like I almost don't even feel the need to contribute to the void. Um, Yeah, I don't really have too much crazy stuff to say because I feel like it's still it's still early. Mm-hmm. But predictions, yeah. like, I guess we could do predictions. Yeah, so I'm trying to think... Um, trying to run through the couples in my head right now the first couple that got engaged the guy the blonde hair he's got like the lacrosse flow yeah i'm not familiar with the names to be honest <laughs> i knew this was gonna happen and i was so close to looking them okay, up okay yeah he's like a redheadish guy with a really pretty girl that i don't oh my god this is horrible this is like not how you podcast okay let's <laughs> let's look it up okay i have the list sorry <laughs> that was horrible okay so first we have the one that everyone's talking about which is jimmy and chelsea and I think I have the same thoughts on that as everyone else. Like, it's so weird the way that he keeps saying, like, he's the happiest person in the room and, like, he is so in love and, like, nothing could be better. But he's, like, so clearly not even that he's not into her, just, like, he knows something's off and he's just overcompensating to prove it. So I'm do interested you, to see how that goes. Do you think because he's being so verbal about it, he's trying to convince not only everyone else, but also himself too? Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. there's a bit of that. And also, like, the cameras, too. It seems like he's really... Okay, so do you think they'll get married or not? I think that they do, Ugh, which is scary. I, I Yeah, I really... I don't think they will. I don't think so. I don't think okay. they'll make it. I think there's no way. I also... It sucks, too, because now she's so... Like, you can also tell that she's so, like, uncomfortable around him. And mm-hmm. I feel like she can't even, like, really be herself anymore. Well, it's also a tough place to be in when... 
someone's full like body actions are showing different than what they're saying. Yes. Because she's like, no, something's wrong. And he's like, no, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. I'm so glad I made this decision. Like, but that's not how he's like, you can tell like, yes, he's he's kissing her. He's showing affection. But you can tell when someone's energy is off and she can tell, but she can't. There's not really anything for her to say when he's just reassuring her every time she brings it up. Like, that's such a weird situation to be in. I was trying to explain it to Kyle last night because he only watched the last episode with me and he has not seen how Jimmy acted in any of the other other episodes. And he was like, I don't understand what the problem is here. He's saying everything she wants to hear. And I'm like, no, 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 no. But he's not doing anything at all. Yeah. It's the strangest thing I've ever seen. He's like, I'm so happy with you. And then doesn't speak to her for the entire night when they yeah, all find me. Yeah, and I do think that whole thing with AD, if you're not watching the show, basically he like randomly made a comment to his fiance about like how I think he said the word stacked, to be honest, about this one girl who has, like, the most insane body, like, such, like, a workout, gorgeous body. And he just, like, made a comment about it, which I think would be fine, but not in the situation that they're in. Like, if – because they're, like, newly engaged, don't really know each other that well. Like, like if Kyle said that to you about someone, you wouldn't think anything of it. But, like, in this situation, like, not okay. And she was, like, feet away. I did feel like it was weird. You took the words right out of my mouth. I don't think you can say that to someone who you've known for not even like a month and who you just met in person <laughs> about of someone course. who he dated. Yeah. Like, it's no. so crazy. It doesn't work. And then he immediately went and like talked to that girl after that. So that was just a little weird. Okay. But I, okay. So Emily thinks for our records, they're not going to get married. I think that they will. Okay. Yeah. Brittany and Kenneth, who I personally, at this point, really love. I did watch the preview for the new episodes, and that is scaring me. But I really Terrifying. love Kenneth, and I really love Brittany, and I think that they genuinely really love each other. So I'm going to say yes to this as well. I agree. I really hope they work out. I was saying him and um, who is Chelsea's ex in the pods? Trevor? Yes. I, I DM Trevor on Instagram, and he did not answer me because <laughs> I – I'm in love with him. Yeah. So I was, I was saying, like, if I walked into a bar with either Trevor or Kenneth, like, on my arm as my man, nothing could go wrong. Yeah. They both, like, I feel like, so safe with them through the screen. No, no one would ever speak wrongly to me. Like, no one would ever dare cross paths with me. Like, I'd be so protected and I would never feel unsafe again. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, Trevor's not my normal physical type. We all know that. However, I'm in love with his personality. And I DM'd him and I said, hey, I am addicted to you. And he didn't answer, which is weird. <laughs> that is so weird. He hasn't seen it. Don't worry. Um, yeah. And it's like, I thought I could maybe get in there because I still, oh, fuck. At the time, I had more followers than him. Now he has more than me. But you Damn know, it. Like, if you have like a, more followers, you get kind of boosted sometimes like my follow would come up at the top so I was really hoping but I know that there's a million girls in his DM so it's not me but I hope he finds happiness he deserves the best um and okay so that's Brittany and Kenneth yeah mm -hmm. oh I don't even know is this the ones we didn't know their name because it's not even like ringing a bell for me Jeremy (laughs) and Laura yes okay (laughs) I mean like the most basic names I haven't Jeremy even like I've fallen asleep to the show a lot. That's what okay. I'm gonna say. That checks. I think they got engaged on the second episode. They were the first couple to get engaged. They really haven't had a lot of screen time because they have like z- negative issues. Um, I think it's a yes for me. Wait, no, I think I'm wrong. I think I'm thinking of 
the lacrosse guy. You're not. That's not them. Jeremy, Jeremy and Laura is the nerdy glasses guy and the blonde girl. Oh, my God. So right. I forgot they were even a couple. Oh, my God, you guys. I'm so fucking sorry. Okay, They're... Jeremy and Laura, like kind of a nerdy dude. And then tall, beautiful blonde woman. Uh, um, they're breaking up to me. Yeah, there's there's I don't think there's any way they stay together. OK, they seem like but, polar opposites. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm like rushing us through this because I feel like some people don't listen and I always get insecure about that. But OK, Clay and A.D., I don't know. I don't know. There because there already seem to be like reservations there from both of them. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, I don't know. I, I want them to work out. I think they have great potential together. They seem happy when they're like at their best. I'm gonna he say yes. Scares me a little. Yeah. Okay. So Emily says yes. I think they're such first of all, they're both so hot, which is like shallow of me to say, but it's like they look good together. So yeah. That's one. Obviously, they're like sexually attracted to each other. That counts for something. And it's weird because he seems so toxic, but then he's so receptive to criticism and like doesn't respond at all in the way that I would expect. Like, for example, he said something like, if you got out of shape, I would tell you right away. And she mm-hmm. like explained it to him and was like, you can't just say things like that and and he like took it so well so it's it's weird when someone says really jarring things and then they're just like okay yeah that was really helpful and I could really learn from that and I'm like okay I guess the same thing happened in the pods when he was like can you describe yourself like I need a girl who's got lips a big butt like stuff like that and that she pretty much was like no fucking way I'm not telling you anything and he was like all right cool yeah, I do feel like they, I mean, at least they are able to communicate. She's straight up with him and he likes that about her. I am going to say yes as well. And that's mostly out of like hopefulness. Okay. Yeah, same, me, I feel the same way. Yeah. Okay. And then Johnny and Amy, I think is the ones that we mixed yes. up with the other one. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Johnny and Amy, Jeremy and Laura, come on. I know. I know. It's like the exact same. <laughs> I stand johnny and amy i stand amy the most me too she is like a fucking ray of sunshine she's so gorgeous and she's so sweet um johnny i feel indifferent about him but they seem happy he he makes our girl happy yeah yeah exactly like okay with laura and jeremy i'm not talking about johnny and amy not to be confused (laughs) laura and jeremy it's like you can physically see laura getting I hate saying the ick, but getting the ick from Jeremy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But with Johnny and Amy, it's like that could have happened. And she made it clear like he wasn't really her physical type. Like, but she really, really loves him and really loves like his quirks and stuff. So I'm like loving it because she's gorgeous. He's cute, too. They're fine. Like, and they seem super, super happy. So I yes, they're a yes for me. I think their reveal was like one of my favorites because you could see on his face when he finally saw her, he like full on like stopped in his tracks, like jaw on the floor. I feel like it was the first time I've ever seen a guy be like, actually have his breath taken away when he's finally seen his fiance. It was so cute. I have goosebumps. Oh my God. That's, I have goosebumps too. That was such a cute way to put it. I, I don't think I was paying attention. <laughs> it's generally fine. <laughs> I think it's going to be a good season. The best part of the season is yet to come, obviously, because mm-hmm. the drama comes mm-hmm. later. So we'll keep talking about it, obviously. But... I feel like a lot of people are watching it, so might as well. 
I know they were talking about it um, in the podcast Facebook group. And I do feel a bit better because there were some girls there saying that they watch so quickly that they also don't remember anyone's mm-hmm. name. So this was like maybe a little study guide for some people, hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Even though um, we didn't really make it super clear either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I know you're not going to get to this probably, but you know how everyone's watching One Day, the new Netflix show. <gasps> I it is on my list. I think Kyle's out of town this weekend, mm-hmm. so I think I'm gonna watch it because I've no, I've really nothing else on for just me, like my own TV show right now. I started it. Yeah, watch for sure. It's such a good one to watch by yourself. I started it last night and I watched seven episodes. Oh my quick, god! But yeah, I, the <laughs> only thing I am nervous about is everyone saying they have never sobbed harder. Like they're they're crying so much they're puking. Hmm. Okay. I haven't gotten to where I think that comes in. So actually, I, I got to seven and I stopped. So I've actually seen six and I'm going to probably finish it like very soon, immediately, if not sooner. I haven't had a chance today yet, but I think the I know like the premise because I've seen it all over TikTok. I know it's just the and the, even the, just the title. It's like they don't they don't work out. But like I have always, no idea, but that makes sense based on the title. It's kind of just like a from what I've heard. I haven't read the book or anything, but like. Right, right person, wrong time kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. And just like it almost worked and it's like everything's there, but it just like never did. And it's mm. I feel like just so fucking relatable for so many people. And it's going to rock me, I'm sure. I'm yeah, I'm actually nervous for you. I don't know. I think it's going to rock me, but I, I'm kind of excited. I want like a really sad sob because I feel like I've been sad about things, but not enough to have a really heavy sob in a long time, which feels so good. To like actually cry. Yeah. When you were talking earlier about like how you were close to having a mental breakdown, I was like, God, I haven't really like let one loose in a while. Like a good cry. Yeah. I wanted, I told my dad, like I was going to start screaming at the top of my lungs in Disney. (laughs) Like, because I just felt like I needed to scream, which I feel like probably most people at Disney world just feel like that all the time. Yeah. And I don't think that's the best place to like really let out a guttural Scream. No, 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 no. I want to like, I want to sob to the last episode, like to the point where I can't breathe and then get in the shower and sob more. Yeah. Fuck. That sounds like a dream. I just made my plans for the weekend. I'm seeing Elena, so maybe her and I can watch together. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So I'll, I'll finish that and I'll let you guys know. A lot of people have been telling me to watch it. So, all right. Do y'all's homework. I'll watch this weekend. We can talk about it next week. Yes. Everyone do your homework. Um, that's all I had about like, anything not me related so um yeah i think that was it too want to move on to advice i would love to um, I feel like we're actually I, making good time today i know i can go first if okay, you cool. would like yeah go ahead Hi, Ken and Emily. I'm a day one pod listener and a top contributor in the Facebook group. And with peace and love, I just have to say you guys have gotten me through some pretty dark days. So thank you. I just listened to last week's episode and I wanted to share my situationship story and gather your thoughts and opinions on this. I'll try to keep it short and sweet. I'm in grad school and it just so happens that my ex is also at the same grad school, but a year ahead of me. When we were dating, it was sort of a plan to do this together, but we ended up breaking up. But we also both followed through on this plan. When I got to school in September, he was seeing someone. It was getting pretty serious. I had told him I still loved him and that I didn't think friends would be a good option for us, even though he lives with two of my friends that I've made since moving here. He told me that he was going to break up with this girl in just a few months and essentially that I should wait for him. I'm the only one who gets him and he's so attracted to me, etc. He told me a bunch of other promising things too, but I said I'd keep this short. 
Flash forward to now, we are back at school after winter break, and he did end up breaking with this girl. But literally last night, he told me that if I'm waiting for him, that I shouldn't, and that he never had feelings for me, and that he has felt this way for a while now. The ultimate friend zone. Mind y'all, this convo is happening on a golf course in the dark, and I'm sitting in a damp sand pit. Of course, I'm ever so slightly confused and asked him what had happened and what was the point of leading me on. And he obviously gaslit me and asked me how he led me on. And of course, it's not me, it's him, etc. But plot twist, I've been seeing somebody else for the past four months. And I recently told him that I'm pretty close friends with my ex and I see him often. And he did not really respond well to that. And now we aren't talking anymore. So essentially, I lost both of these men in a matter of a week. I'm really going through a roller coaster of emotions right now. I'm trying to decide whether or not it would be more hurtful to not be friends with my ex than to be friends with my ex in order to revive my other relationship. But is it even worth it? My ex and I have over four years of history and we rely on each other's friendship. I'm desperate for a third party's advice since my therapist cannot see me until March. I love you guys so much and think so very highly of your opinions and advice. And then she also said, P.S. Cat, please update your Amazon storefront ASAP and make more lunch wrap content. <laughs> oh my God. I'm horrible at updating my Amazon. Um, well, I'm happy to be your therapist. Can you clear something up for me first? Is the is the ex the guy that like asked that played her and asked her to wait for her? That is the ex. Yes, that's that's her. Yeah, okay. her ex of four years, or mm-hmm. she has known him for four years. Who I I think like if you like the four month guy, I think your ex could be totally worth cutting out of your life because he kind of like really did you wrong anyway. And I understand the value of the friendship with someone that you were very very close to. And I know, obviously, it's a topic of conversation all the time of, like, can you be friends with your ex? And I think there's Mm -hmm. unique situations. But it doesn't really seem like he is contributing in, like, a good way to your life. So if you like the other guy, I think it's worth cutting him off for your your mental health, too. Like, that's, like, so weird to be, to be, like, wait for me and then be, like, no. I think, so... I was trying to put this in the perspective of of like them being very good friends because that's what it seems to be the case here. And I just feel like obviously different situation, but your very good friend wouldn't put you through what he put her through. You know what I mean? And like, also the the gaslighting too. It's like if he was just to say, I don't know anymore and I'm sorry that I did that, like maybe, but... Or if she hadn't confessed her feelings to him earlier in the year... Yeah. No, and he yeah, was if like, none of that happened, mm-hmm. I would say if that friendship is valuable to you, then then keep it. It's not really even about it being her ex. It's just about him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that that was a good friend thing to do anyway. So what is he really adding? I don't I don't think you need to fully cut him off. I just think some time apart would help will help you give clarity and see whether or not you actually want to be friends with him or if you're just like have deep feelings that you're thinking is a friendship thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. And also if you still have feelings for your ex and he's made it clear that nothing's going to happen, it's like not the worst thing in general to cut him off just to to help get over it. Yeah. I I don't know. Depends how much you like that other guy though, to be honest. Like if if you're not really feeling, if you're feeling more upset about the ex than that guy, then it's probably okay to just let that go too and maybe Mm -hmm. just protect your peace entirely and not and let both guys and, go and let them both go mm-hmm. but unless you're like really missing that guy i don't know Damn, i kind of like that option i love the option of letting them both go and like completely doing your own thing mm-hmm. i'm in that camp i just decided 
I mean, that's the dream. But that's like what I just did, like cut it off every man. I'm like so fucking bored. So it's like I, she's probably not going to do that because that's the less fun option. Right. The more lonely, less fun option. That's true. Oh, yeah. She also, if she stays with the four-month man, maybe her ex will be like, fuck, I let a good one get away and then come crawling back. Yeah. So there's a couple different toxic options. I don't (laughs) think this is what your therapist would have said at all. But but that's um, what we're for. Yeah. We offer a different kind of service. Thank God Uh, March is around the corner for her sake. Yeah. We're both mostly pro leave them both in the dust. Mm -hmm. I agree. Okay, I have one kind of quick advice. Hey, ladies, love listening every week. Y'all are really saving me on my commute to work. I have a question and would love to hear your guys' advice. A little backstory. Years ago in college, I'm talking 2017 maybe, I asked a guy to formal, let's call him Garrett. We made out a little bit, but ultimately I didn't feel like hooking up with him as we only met about a week before. We didn't speak much after as we didn't have the same friend group. Fast forward, I just got out of a three-year-long situationship. I know I was down bad and this was my first real anything really. And I've been seeing Garrett's TikToks on my For You page. I commented on one of them and he hearted it, but he likes all my photos on Instagram. Let me know if I'm being Delulu here. I want to reach out, but I don't want to seem weird or thirsty seeing as we haven't seen each other for years since college. I don't even know if he's single, but there's no trace of a girl on his Instagram. I can't stop thinking about wanting to rekindle. Let me know if this is weird slash if I should just give up because it's been too long. Would love y'all's help. Sorry for how long this question is. Peace and love. I feel like she's got to reach out. Yeah. I don't think it's weird at all. Yeah. So she she's thinking about reaching out to the guy that she brought to formal, right? Yeah. And just like okay. a, I think with these kind of things, there's literally no weight to it. You can't. Mm-hmm. embarrass yourself in a situation like this because it doesn't matter you haven't seen him since 2017 if you reach out and he's like liking your photos and stuff and i honestly do think now being single i used to be like oh, i don't really know like when a guy likes your photo like he isn't to you unfortunately not i'm not saying 100 percent of the time but it's like if there's someone you've had a fling with or something i've noticed they'll usually they'll stop liking when it's over or when they're not interested is mm-hmm. from my own research mm-hmm. um so he's, pro- he's at least, like, attracted to you and at least had fun with you. So I don't think, one, I think he'll probably reciprocate. But two, if not, like, you have nothing to lose. Yeah, I mean, the worst that happens is he leaves you on bread. Okay. It's a little, like, punch to the confidence, but only for a little bit. Yeah, and literally doesn't matter. Like, it, he at, is nothing in your life. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I like what you said. It, there's no weight to the action of reaching out. Well said. No. Not at all. I I do reach outs all the time and it like it's not my percentage is not high. You reached out to Trevor and didn't hear back. Of course. And did I feel anything about it? No. But like that's a little different. Um, I'm trying to think if there's someone I've reached out to recently. I've thought about texting an old situationship of mine, but I fear that that is just me being lonely and me maybe not wanting him. So that's not fair. Ah, yes. Okay, sorry. I was running through potential people in my head, but now I'm understanding who we're discussing. Yeah. He's been on the mind recently. And I wanted to be like, how are you? But then it's like, what's the point? Uh, Camaraderie. Yeah. Companionship. Love. Possibly love. (laughs) Possibly sex. Love is not blind. (laughs) I just, yeah. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I think like I say it all the time, but like you you can literally do whatever you want if you can just get over the headspace of like, like, and even 
if he's not interested, he's not going to think anything of it. Like, he's not going to be like, that's so weird that she did that. Like, he, he'll be happy. Yeah, you'll make a say. He'll be flattered at the very least. That's the thing. Like, with anything, if you hit on someone, even if they end up being in a relationship or if they end up not being interested, it's like no one's upset when they get hit on unless it's, like, inappropriate. I'm just saying, like, yeah, it's it's a good feeling, but sometimes you get shut down and that's okay. But I I don't. I don't really feel like rejection in relationships that I'm in. I hate because like they know me and rejected me. Mm -hmm. But if I don't know them, I feel like nothing for it. it. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Obviously, it's way easier coming out of your mouth than mine because I have no. Yeah, but it's like experience. But yeah, and she kind of knows him, but doesn't even really doesn't really know him well. And it's like if I message a guy on Hinge and he doesn't reply, I never I don't even notice that they don't reply, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have nothing to lose. L- genuinely, literally nothing. Anyway, I just wanted her, or I wanted to read that because I wanted her to reach out and feel confident and you can listen yeah. to this again and feel more confident. I say go for it. I love it. All right, so I do have another advice and this one is a little bit of a downer. It's kind of unfortunate. Just wanted to give everyone a heads up. It's not okay. like super sad. No one dies. So okay, just <laughs> no, no worries. Up. We're all adults here. Go ahead. Um, Hi, besties. First of all, I love you both dearly. I feel like we're best friends when I listen to the pod. Emily, I wanted to thank you because I DM the pod instead about Baltimore recommendations last weekend when my husband's work trip took us there for the weekend. I had too much fun at Admiral's Cup, so thank you. You're so welcome. Anyways, I'm writing in because my brother and my best friend just broke up after five years and I simply cannot cope. My brother and I didn't have a relationship prior to his girlfriend. We weren't very close and came from a broken family. But when he got his first ever girlfriend, she and I clicked instantly. My husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, and I became inseparable from my brother and his girlfriend. We started traveling together, hanging out every weekend, etc. Let's call his girlfriend Morgan. Morgan and I became best friends. She and my brother were the only ones there when I got engaged. She was a bridesmaid at my wedding. We lived together while my husband and I were waiting to buy our house, and she was going to be the godmother to my child before I miscarried. She's the sister I never had but always wanted, and I mean that so sincerely. My brother broke up with Morgan last night, and I don't know what to do. I can understand why my brother broke up with her. Looking at her as a girlfriend, I do think he probably deserves better. She wasn't the best to him and expected a lot and didn't give much. Their lifestyles don't align anymore. I get it, but that doesn't take away from how good of a friend she has been to me. Five years of friendship, assuming she would become family, it feels like I'm mourning the loss of what I thought my future would be. I imagined raising children together. This is so hard. Morgan is younger than me and slightly more immature because of that. I don't think she'll handle this well at all. It's easy to say you guys can still stay friends, but realistically, it's going to be so hard for Morgan to stay involved in my life without being reminded of her ex. I love her so much and I don't want to lose her, but at the same time, I'm so grateful that she brought my brother and I together and I want to be there for him and remind him that we can still be just as close even though Morgan isn't in his picture anymore. My husband and him are now best friends and I don't want to revert back to how we were before. I'm sorry this might be a messy write-in, but this just happened, so it's hard to compose. Myself, what do I do? I'd appreciate any advice or commentary I can get. Thank you. Aw, that's, like, very sad, of course, but also very sweet that she, like, I'm so glad she reconnected with her brother, especially if they don't have a great family outside of that. Yeah, it was really, like, that's why I felt awful, because it is so heartwarming to see the relationship that the four of them had. And I do feel like this is kind of common, yeah, and five years is a long time because that's yeah. like that's really her family too. Um, yeah, I, we've kind of talked about that before with like divorces and stuff, and mm-hmm. I feel like it just always has to be kind of an open communication thing with your brother, and like 
seeing how maybe how he would feel like i'm sure you could tell him and and i'm sure he knows mm-hmm. how like upsetting this would be for you too so and i feel like if, if you've gotten really close you can just be like if you're wanting to stay friends with her like talk about that as an option with him and see yeah. if that would make him uncomfortable because he might be fine with you guys like obviously you're not going to be hanging out the four of you and and things are going to change but and you might not even be as close with her, but he might be fine with you just still like one-on-one catching up with her, hanging out with her. Yeah. And I and I think like, I think people are understanding about that. Like it's hard, but especially because he broke up with her too. If if she broke up with him, I think it would be easier for him to be less understanding. But yeah. I think he should maybe under, like feel a little bit bad for her. I also think she, the girl who wrote this story, needs to prepare herself for the possibility that the brother's ex will no longer want to see her, as mm-hmm. horrible as that is. Because That's she true. said it, she said it herself. Like it will probably be pretty hard for Morgan to want to come around and see her because it'll remind her of her brother. So that's definitely a possibility to be aware of. And, yeah, and maybe with that's time, a good point. Maybe with time, it'll be easier to rekindle that friendship. But it's also tough when it's like, if that's her best friend too, and that's who you want to talk about those things with, and it's her brother, that's like Literally so brother. awful. I guess that's why people are like, I always <laughs> feel so weird when people are in movies and stuff, when a best friend like ends up dating the brother and the friend's so upset. I'm like, if someone was dating my brother, I'd probably be fine with it. Like, I don't feel weird about that. I don't feel like possessive of my brothers, mm-hmm. but I guess that's the, that's the downfall in the end. Yeah, it's pretty awkward when they break up. I always think about that, like, because my mom is best friends with Kyle's parents. So I always think, like, if we were to crash and burn, I'm like, Mom, you're not hanging out with them anymore. There's no fucking way. Yeah. Crazy. Breakups, like, change everyone's lives. It's crazy. They really do. Like, it's not not to make it about us, but, like, it's not (laughs) just a couple. It's everyone else. It's crazy. It is so yeah. wild. And they like happen so often and just like on a whim. And it's uh wild. And also, like it is like nice that she can at least acknowledge he deserves better. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. like for no reason. It's probably for the best. And her brother deserves the best, but it's just whew, it's a tough one. Yeah. I I I wish I had like more reassuring things to say but i think the most important thing is just like talking to him seeing how he feels and then yeah you have to see how she feels as well with like establishing a friendship boundaries with both of them i think your brother first unfortunately i think sometimes those things also end up like maybe yeah you're not going to be with her 24 7 you're not going to talk to her 24 7 but Mm -hmm. Maybe it could turn into, like, one of those friends who will always be a built-in and you, like, have dinner at, like, once a month or something. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying, like, a scheduled thing. I'm just saying when you have those people that you'll always feel a closeness to them and you can just, like, catch up and enjoy each other without, I don't know, being up each other's asses, kind of, which yeah. is sad, but. Well, and I, th- yeah, I think over time they, they'll get back to being, like, very good friends again. Yeah. Just it's a time fresh, thing too. right now. But I mean, everything gets happens, better with time. Yeah. And whatever happens, like, at least you do recognize the the silver lining of it all. And like, at least their relationship brought you something great too. Yeah. Really beautiful. Oh, 
boy. Do you want to go next? Do you have anything, anything for me? Yeah, I have something for you. Okay. This is a long one. So we'll hope I don't like stutter. Okay. And you might, and that's okay. I'm sure I will. Um, oh my God. Also last week I did like this thing. I don't do this a lot, but I think I sang like two words in the episode where I was like, yes, or like something stupid. And this girl responded to my drama Thursday and was like, my favorite podcaster is now singing her words and it's making me cringe. And she said, love you though. <gasps> oh my and, I was God. Like, and I was like, fuck, like, I don't even know I did that, but I will never do it again. So sorry, guys. Oh my God. So I won't sing it, but I will read it. Okay. We'll never catch one more tune coming out of my mouth. God damn. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we have to sing a little, you know? God. God forbid. I guess it is cringe. But, like, this whole thing is cringe. So, like, if that made you cringe while listening, I can't. I don't even know why you listen, maybe. But I love you. And <laughs> she had a lot of really sweet DMs to me. I looked at her DMs. So she's she's a sweetheart. No hate, no hate to her. She's just course. giving us a reality check, honestly. That's fine. I want to hear what the people like and don't like. Yeah, no, I needed it. I'm never going to do it again. Like, it's helpful. It is funny, though, because you're right. This is, I feel like we just do far worse things. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Me, 26, and my girlfriend, 28, of two and a half years, had some friends over to watch the Super Bowl. During halftime, she casually brought up that she is planning slash wants to go on a bachelorette trip that her ex-girlfriend dated for one year, like three years ago, will be at, and I was livid. As someone with trust issues and someone who's been cheated on, this is my actual worst-case scenario. She told me this, and I actually had a meltdown, left to go to the bathroom, and proceeded to throw up over how anxious and upset I was. I understand it's not her fault that she got invited and she wants to be there for her close friend from college's special day. When we talked about this after, I felt like she was really upset and that I was, or she was really upset that I was so upset, but she still wants to go. I talked about how this made me really uncomfortable and how it's difficult because I've been cheated on in the past. And now this is basically just like a nightmare scenario for me. She understood to an extent, but still wasn't understanding why I was acting mad at her. And the main reason I was, was because... She brought it up so casually in front of our friends, just like way wrong time. I wish we could have talked about it after one-on-one. Am I in the wrong here or should she have been more understanding? Do I have the right to tell her not to go? I don't want to do this, but I also hate thinking about the fact that she will be there with her ex. Context, we've been dating for a little over two years. She's literally the love of my life, and I could not imagine my love without my life without her. She moved to be with me in the city I'm currently going to nursing school in. Our relationship is amazing, and she always reassures me and makes me feel loved and special and actually treats me sweetly and like a woman. I'm a masculine lesbian, so sometimes this is not the case, sadly. I really love her. We've talked about getting engaged i think i want to propose to her within the next one to two years also in terms of the assets going to be there they dated for i think around a year and have not had any contact since breaking up over three years ago to my knowledge no feelings are there and we are still really happy in our relationship but this still does make me sick love the pod and you both and happy to bring a little of my lesbian drama to the pod i have so much to say go Um, ahead thank god i have a mic in front of me so (laughs) I agree with her on like almost everything and her feelings are so, so valid in the sense that her girlfriend should not have brought it up the way she did. Yeah, that would have infuriated me. So the puking, valid, you're good. Yeah, that totally, totally fucking valid. Every right to be mad about that. But I do think you have to let her go on the trip. Yeah, and I think I'm glad she added that whole context paragraph because without that, I would maybe feel 
a little bit less like it's not my relationship, but a little bit less secure about it. But like with everything she said about how loving she is, how she makes her feel so loved, they haven't had contact. Like, I think you have to like one, be mad at her for the way she brought it up and voice mm-hmm. that to her. But then yep. I think drop it and like, don't be mad at her for going because that's not really in her control. The bringing it up thing, I like would actually piss me off in a way that I can't even describe because I can't imagine like sitting in a room of your friends and being like, oh yeah, I'm going on a bachelorette trip with my ex. Like that, that is crazy. But I'm I'd sure she like mean it like that, but I do yeah. understand that. I would be like fully seeing red and I mean, she puked. So yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Would have had to kick everyone out of the house. Um, yeah, like, and I I understand not wanting her to go on the trip. Obviously, like, it's still fucking horrible regardless And of me saying that I do think she should still go on the trip. Like, you're probably going to feel sick about it all weekend. But I do think that it's, like, something crucial that needs to happen, especially if she's thinking about spending her life mm-hmm. with her, you know, spending the rest of her life with her and proposing. Um, I don't know. I just, if it wasn't a bachelorette, then maybe you could have more sway in being, like, I don't feel comfortable yeah, like, true. With you going on that trip, but I think because it is a bachelorette for one of her good friends that she has to go. Like as shitty as it is, like as much as it fucking sucks that her ex is there, I don't think you can tell her not to go. Yeah, that's true. If it was like a random like ski weekend or like mm-hmm. a trip, like you could be like, you don't need to go to that. But it's and something... she could at least go along too, maybe. Yeah, probably. but it's something mm-hmm. that she's obviously excited about, and I think you. You being like, go, I want you to have fun. And even though you're going to be jealous and and I think that's a normal, like, react natural reaction yeah. and you're going to feel probably anxious about it, I think it will go a long way to your girlfriend as well. Like, if you give her the space to go and you're not – and you, like, let her have fun and you're not, yeah like, angry at her the whole time, which is really hard because I've been in, so like, a hard. similar situation, not exactly – where I was the biggest cunt in the world. Like, I'm like <laughs> nonstop, like to the point where I didn't like give them a second to breathe, which is like not a cool way to to act. And like, I always look back when I act like that, when I'm super angry and I'm super jealous and I act like that. I'm like, every time you look back, you're like, shit. So I Why? think mm-hmm. if you can recognize it before, and like reel it in it's it's the best way to go about it and it does seem like she's really amazing so i think and obviously this is like such a fucking stupid thing to say but trust is so important Mm -hmm. and if you do want to get married it's like such a good it's great for you to just like trust her to go do that you know yeah i think yeah recognize reel in the rage but also know that like obviously you're hopefully going to tell her it's okay for her to go and you're still allowed to feel sick all weekend long still allowed to feel super upset about it but I agree with you I definitely think try to keep those feelings to yourself because I like you said based on that context paragraph I really think everything is going to be okay I trust your girlfriend with my life me too so and I love I love how she talked about like the way she makes her feel and like that's such a great thing and I think Based on what you wrote about her, she will make you feel reassured throughout the weekend as well, yeah. hopefully, God willing. Um, so I think like if you're still you're talking to her and she's letting you know everything's OK, which I do think like like her communicating with you is important yeah. through the weekend. Mm-hmm. I think it will really be OK. And also it's just a couple of days and then she's coming home to you. 
Yep. I agree. Well said. Also, I'm I'm glad that they're no contact and it's not like a messy. That makes me feel it's been three years of no contact. Like there's yeah, been they, no like getting back together. Like that would like scare me more. But I think yeah. like a clean break, no contact is a much better situation. Yeah. And they've been together for two years too. So that's like a pretty solid amount of time. Like it's not like mm-hmm. she just started seeing this girl. Yeah. I mean, I just know that I fully because I think that the subject of her email was like, am I valid for puking or something? Yep. I would also feel sick about it. Mm-hmm. But I I think it's also she kept mentioning her past about being cheated on and stuff like it's so hard to not put that on your current partner. But if you're able to kind of recognize that it's more about your past partners than than her, like it's it's much I don't know. You'll feel yeah, better if you can if you can separate it. Yeah, because it is separate. Like she hasn't done that to you and yeah. won't do that to you. Yeah, but at the same time, also valid because of your past relationships to feel that way about her. Yeah, to a certain extent. To a certain extent. No, of course. Yeah, that, I mean that trauma is gonna seep through. Of course. Right. Hmm. Um. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. I think you'll get through it. But I do think you should let her go. I could see myself being like, don't go. But then I think I would regret telling someone not to go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because you don't want to. Yeah, you you just don't want to do that. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not a good, it's not a good feeling when you're holding your partner back from something fun because of your own insecurities. insecurities. Yeah. And also like think about if it was one of your best friends getting married and one of your yeah exes was going like it it would maybe be hard for her too but you would want to go and you would want her to be happy for you and not just like any insecurity but like an insecurity that doesn't seem to necessarily be an issue in their current relationship like it's not like she at least to our knowledge she hasn't cheated on her before if she cheated in the past they'd be like no fucking way of course (laughs) yeah there was one short sentence about she cheated once before i'd be like yeah she's she's staying home (laughs) she is not fucking going or if she is that's the last she'll ever see her like yeah say goodbye house arrest literally thank you so much for asking us hopefully let us know if you feel like it how how that conversation goes yeah and a follow-up i'm sure it'll go swimmingly when she goes mm-hmm. to the batch anyways. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to read a story now if I can find it. I almost started singing. Don't sing. Stopped myself. Do not sing. <laughs> um, hi, ladies. Absolutely love the pod. I recently started listening and I've gotten so many of my friends to join in on the gossip. I was listening to this week's episode and Kat had mentioned that if someone asks you for a ride, it means they want to fuck you, which got me thinking <laughs> of a story. <laughs> so, I'm working, oh. so I'm working as a bartender in college at a bar restaurant. Of course, as you two know, working in a restaurant, you get very close with all of your coworkers, especially since we're all around the same age. One of my coworkers, we'll call him Tyler had over time become one of my best friends. When we would close together, a lot of the times we would grab a beer at the bar next door platonically. We were both in relationships and in my head, it was innocent. Tyler would always ask me for a ride home since he was only 20. I was 21 at the time. He had a fake ID and didn't want to risk getting pulled over on his way home. This became a nice ritual for us and we would talk about everything, our family, relationships, and especially our shitty roommates. At the time, I was living with my now ex, we will call him Chris, and it was the end of my junior year in college. Chris and I were looking for a roommate just to keep costs down, so I think, well, Tyler seems like he would be a great roommate, especially since he constantly talks about how he's the only one who cleans, takes care of his house, etc. 
So I bring it up to Tyler, who is now newly single, and he happily agrees to be Chris and I's roommate. Flash forward, it is the summer before my senior year. Chris and I break up. Totally should have happened much sooner, but whatever. I call Tyler, who is at an inter internship out of state, and let him know that I totally understand if he wants to find another place, since it will now be more expensive since it's just the two of us. He is so understanding and says it's totally fine and that he doesn't mind the cost going up. So all summer, Tyler and I Snapchat, text, and FaceTime. At this point, I'm having my hot girl summer, but also I begin to grow feelings for Tyler. Of course, I'm asking my ladies, what the fuck do I do? And obviously, they say to relax, then I cannot cross that line with my roommate. Well, flash forward, it's the day Tyler gets back from his internship and moves into our apartment. He's now 21, so we go out to the bars that night, have a blast, got absolutely hammered, and hooked up, of course. <laughs> Long story short, we have been quote-unquote roommates for almost five years and are getting married in August this year. Thank goodness he asked me for a ride all those years ago. With peace and love. Oh, my God. That is not <laughs> a real story. That's a fanfic, babe. Literally not. I was, like, wondering, like, where... I was, like, where's... Where is this going? Where's the drama? What's the worst thing that's going to happen? Is it going to end good? And then, bam. I saw a story like that recently on TikTok of a girl who got a random roommate off the internet and that was marrying him. Like, maybe that's that's what you need to do. Maybe. Is just yeah. move in with a man and then, like, just buy. Just, it's just easier. I mean, it's, it's just easier. It's a great way to trial, like, how they're going to be as, like, a husband, you know? Like, if they're clean... I love that my like in in the show one day the girl's like oh I I just like want to make a difference and change the world and he's like what like how are you gonna change the world and she's like well you just I'm just gonna change my like small part of the world the way like my legacy is someone being like if someone wants a ride in your car they want to fuck you <laughs> like that's what that's how I'm changing the world <laughs> but it's it's great my impact it's a great little like nugget of info to just keep in the back of your head. Cars are intimate, like cars so are intimate. intimate. Music, Even though picking a song, the oh my god, yeah, oh, you're and you're like so close too. You like you know, like when you get in a car with someone you're not that like physically close to. Like I remember the first time I got into a car with like one of my coworkers, I was like, whoa, weird. Getting in a car with a with a coworker is crazy because anytime I've given a coworker a ride, this is like not. I have fucked them. I'm sorry. Wait, so at my last job, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> just registered what like, you just I'm said. thinking of one my one coworker I worked in a restaurant with and then one lab partner so the I wasn't really a coworker but but still I mean classmate coworker whatever yeah so now that I'm like actually thinking about it at my last job my boss asked me to give him a ride <laughs> I bet he did because he uh, was trying to fuck you sorry yeah yeah he wasn't you <laughs> Miss him dearly. In my opinion, allegedly. Right. <laughs> if, if he's Rumor has it. Word on the street. <laughs> allegedly. But yeah, damn. That, I guess that makes sense. I mean, well, the rumors are true fact. now based on that. So I also love that he like he played the long game of because my lab partner, I had a boyfriend at that time that I was giving him rides home from class. Yeah. And like he was kind of flirting with me like this guy like was so respectful until she was single and also was it literally the first night that they lived together that they hooked up that's what it sounds like like they literally could not wait at all because they were talking all summer and he was out of state for an internship so they already had probably so much tension and chemistry like already established oh my god they need to write like a 
movie or, or show or something. It's actually no, not that. It's not, there's not that much to it, but, like, it is so, so good. Well, the way she wrote it, too. Yeah, I, like, she, she slayed. shrieked out loud when she said, you're getting married in August. It's I so did not, not see that coming in five years. Yeah. Also, like, in college, too. Or, I guess, senior year. after. Yeah, okay. Oh, my God. That other boyfriend is literally kicking rocks. Their yeah. ex-boyfriend, I mean. Sorry, Chris. I also didn't understand at first when you said she'd been like, I thought they'd already moved in. And when you said they were like Snapchatting and stuff, I was like, from like their bedrooms? Like, (laughs) what? His internship got it. I feel like there's no, not to like be annoying about it, but there's no such thing as like platonically getting a beer with your coworker after work and like talking about each other's relationships. I don't know. That just like doesn't seem, she said like platonically in quotation marks when she wrote it too. (laughs) Yeah. Like, there is, but there is always a a tension that you can't really describe. But I also think, like, we've talked about that, where the tension of just being with someone, like, the people we're talking about are, like, classmates, coworkers. Like, it's, like, someone you shouldn't be sitting at a table with. And, like, you're, you were presented with them. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, like, it just, it's a tension that you can't really describe. Well, because they exist in such a, like, formal setting in your life, like, work or school. Mm -hmm. But then when you, like, it's like breaking, like, the um, fourth fourth wall wall Uh when you, like, do something in your personal lives with them. Like, yeah, and you don't have to be professional. Yeah. It's like the first time you get drunk with your coworkers, the first time you see your class friends out at, like, a frat or something. Oh, it's crazy. I miss having, like, classmates. And so much honestly uh, we when i was in dc this past weekend casey ran into one of her class friends and casey's always running into like the most random fuckers casey it, by the way i don't know if we i don't think we said this casey ran into a friend at the cheesecake factory in la like and i was like i couldn't even acknowledge it because it happened so often with her specifically and if you knew casey it'd be even funnier because it's just yeah, like, always so random she's like Oh, hi. I was like in the che- lobby of the Cheesecake Factory in the Grove in LA. And I was just it's like, so okay. special. Well, wasn't so even is- shocked. <laughs> no, like literally, we were like, oh, of course, obviously. Yeah. So we, for context, any DC girls, Maryland girls in general, we were at Whitlow's. And on the second floor, there is a line you have to wait in to get upstairs. And the line was like pretty fucking long and it was moving, but definitely just like a little bit of an inconvenience. So half of our group cut the line and these two girls wanted them fucking dead. And me and Alicia and Casey couldn't have anything to do with it, obviously. Yeah, I couldn't be. So we kind of stayed at our table. Next thing we know, Casey sees one of her classmates in line, her old classmates from Maryland in line and Luckily, we were able to cut with him, but it was just like so cute and so perfect. And he was in her PR classes, which like, you know, the students that you have classes with like freshman through senior year when you're all on the same track together. It's such a beautiful Mm -hmm. thing. So beautiful. Oh, my God. I miss that. So special. Yeah. Cutting a line is so, so scary. So scary. And these like for context, unfortunately for you, Catherine, it was Emma and Elena were the girls that were being talked to and they wanted they just ignored it they're like no idea what you're talking about sorry it was amazing oh my god connor got ripped a new one a couple weeks ago we weren't really trying to cut it was like a weird situation where we it's like this um 
this bar, but you kind of eat there before. Like we didn't even eat. We got a table and got drinks yeah. and like an appetizer. Um, so you get a stamp while you're sitting at the table to get in. I mean, like mm-hmm. had the stamps and our entire, all of our friends got in, but Connor and I, and we, I don't oh my even God. know how it happened. So we were like trying to get up there with them. And these girls ripped Connor a new one. And they were like, or this one girl specifically and was like, and I, she knew who he was. And she was like, you need to be like humbled, like, like yelling at him. And I, it was so scary um so i ended up just going to back to the back but um we never got in by the way never got in perfect i have like like two different stances on kind of cutting lines like one is it's like a doggy dog world if you see an opportunity to cut and you take it like all right Mm -hmm. yay whatever have fun yeah you cutting me in line is going to affect me by maybe five to ten minutes of my time might delay me by an insignificant amount of time to get into the bar but then the other part of me is it's like such a good excuse to like yell at someone mm-hmm. you know like you mm-hmm. have every fucking right in the world to get mad at someone for cutting you so sometimes it's kind of fun to yell at them yeah i well i'm always like pro like if someone cuts me in line i'm usually okay with it if it's yeah when, I, when i've started yelling is if there's a mass which i'm which we've done which i've yeah. done but yeah. if there's a massive group that cuts me I'll I'll yell. I'll yeah. yell. Yeah, I'm I'll I'll draw attention. I just feel like specifically at Maryland, people will know when you're waiting in line to go to mm-hmm. events, specifically for like happy hour, the line is so fucking long. It is hell on earth. Yeah. I've cut that I, line a lot. Exactly. Like you have to cut. I'm sorry. It has to mm-hmm. be done. And if you're able to do it, great. It's an art. It is an art. And you have to do it respectfully and you have to do it slyly and it doesn't always work and, and sometimes you, can't you will do it get yelled a, at and sometimes you'll go to the back and you can't do it with a big group either like go in shifts yeah you have to we used to do that we would go in shifts like one at a time yeah god oh and connor ended up just to clear that up he did end up, end up befriending her and he was like i love when someone's really mad at me and then i can end up like getting them on my side and i was like yeah that's he turned fair. his charm on he cracked a couple jokes yeah, and it ended up it ended up being just fine. Also, that reminded me, not the same situation, but we were in line. I was on I went out on Valentine's Day and I was in line at the it was like a singles karaoke night. It was actually so fun. Oh at, at Barney's. And uh there was like kind of a line which shocked me because we had just had dinner and like a couple glasses of wine and we were like, let's just go. And I was like in sweats and um <laughs> just like basically there was a fuck ton of groups just like paying their way in. And we were the next ones in line. It was kind of like one in, one out. And people were like exiting nonstop. And these big groups of like really hot people were just like nonstop cutting us. And we were like, what? And basically they sent this magician out to us in line. I okay. I don't know. He basically was like, you can start, like the bouncer was like, you can start with them. So the magician came, comes out to us. He's doing this long ass magic trick. And so many people are leaving the bar and it's our turn. And the bouncer was like, you're not, you're not going in until like the trick's over. And we were like, what? Like Channing was so what? mad because the, t- <laughs> the trick was specifically like for, like she pulled the card and everything. Right. And it was taking a really long time. And she just like kept like rolling her eyes. Oh Obviously God. we were next to him. I, I tipped him, but like. It was just so funny because we couldn't get in the bar until this magician finished his trick. And it, it lasted like five minutes and it was just completely random. But he I'm did like, a, good, a good trick. I'm so confused. Was he there to just not – I know you're probably not going to have the answers. It's just to keep everyone happy in line? <laughs> I think, yeah, that he had some kind of like 
partnership with the bouncers or the bar and which in theory it's I'm like, I'm like yeah send a magician through the line of people I mean, waiting, would like, love nothing that's more great like that yeah. is great to entertain like we should have more of that entertain the line you know what I mean yep um but to go to the first people in line and then not let them in because of the trick is crazy interesting. but um I do love the idea of like having some entertainment while you wait God, I I honestly like when a magician's good, I love him. I really do. I think well, I've talked did, about that on here. Yeah. He did do the kind of thing where like he messed it up the first time, but purposefully, you know? Mm, okay. And then and then he ended up pulling a card with her name on it, like written. Oh. The name Channing. That's kind of crazy. Like, he didn't write the whole time we were. Yeah, I can't explain it. <laughs> See, that's the shit that I'm talking about. I no, love that. he pulled a card with the name Channing on it. And like, there was no one else there. Were you guys losing your minds? We were kind of really itching to get in the bars. We were like, great, thanks. It's <laughs> <laughs> completely ignored it. Yeah, I gave, um, like we, no one talked about it. We didn't talk about it once. This is the first time I've actually said it out loud. <laughs> that is really fucking crazy. And yeah, I gave him like all the cash I had. And I was like, all right, like, can we yeah, go He in deserves now? it. Yeah, it was pretty cool, though. Damn. Um, I think that that's all I have to say today. Um, Yeah, I was just thinking about how there's not really ever, like, you don't really see a lot of women magicians nowadays. Ooh, yeah, we need w- more women in the industry. Honestly, it is a Women are just, dominated like, props to magicians. Industry. Yeah, God. Hmm. Why can't it be the other way around? The hot woman can be the, the main magician. I wonder if we have any... Women magicians listening, let us know. Yeah, uh, slide into our DMs. Maybe not even professional, but like if you do it as a hobby. Yeah, that's interesting to me. Dabbling in magic, let us know. I've never seen a woman magician. Never. I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Never. God, the men get everything, even the magic. Why do you think only men? Because that's like that means women probably just don't want to do it. Like, can do anything. And if it's all men, it probably just means that women don't want to do it. Why do like why is that? I don't know. Maybe it's too easy. It's or maybe kind of like it's weird and embarrassing. A, a, I was gonna say it's like a silly little thing to do. All right. Well, more women magicians, if possible. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't we just leave you guys with that thought? Have you ever seen a woman magician? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I don't think I've seen that many. But like in, in general. <laughs> This the is ratio. Like, what's crazy is this is not the first time we've gone off on a magician tangent on this pod for like more than five minutes. I don't even think it's like the f- I think it's like the fifth time. It's, de- yeah. it's not even like the second, um, which is kind of impressive when you think about it. But um, OK, everybody go home and think about that. If, if you're already home, just think about it. <laughs> um, love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Bye. Love you guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>